Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. And yes, this is a journey, isn't it? Uh, We're constantly figuring out what works for us. We're constantly uh, tweaking things and dialing things in. Maybe you're figuring out that certain situations um, stress you out or certain situations are harder to stay on your nutrition plan. This is constantly a process. This isn't like one day we wake up and we just have it all figured out. Um, Even myself doing this for over a decade, uh, I'm still learning how to optimize my journey to fitness. Okay, today, what are we focused on? We're focused on hydration because that is a huge part of our physiology. And when it comes to hydration, how does it lower our overall body stress? You guys know that on this podcast, we talk a lot about stress. Why? Because I could make the argument that stress is one of the, if not the biggest health disruptor that we are facing as a society right now. Stress is running rampant through every household. There's nobody that's avoiding it. Um, it's, it's just part of this modern life that we live in. And I can make the argument, and I won't go too far into this, but I can make the argument that multitasking on a regular basis, and part of the, that's one of the biggest drivers to stress. And part of that multitasking is because right there in your pocket or right there uh, on your dash, <laughs> You are listening to this podcast from a little device that helps you to really multitask all day long. What a great tool, but also um, what a stressor, okay? So I digress, but today's show is about hydration uh, and how does it lower our overall physical stress? See, you know, I I feel like we've been done a pretty big disservice. Uh, Those of you who have kids or teenagers teach them about hydration. They didn't teach us anything in biology class, in school, in athletics about hydration. You know what they taught us? Drink water, okay? I could make the argument that just drinking more water actually dehydrates you more than it hydrates you. So we're gonna talk about that today on today's show. How do, how dehydration leads to higher stress, how to hydrate properly and effectively, which is what we should have been taught, and then also how hydration plays an important role in both fat loss and performance. Before we get into the number one segment, how how dehydration leads to higher stress, I want to take a moment and ask you to leave me a Google review. Um, This is like 51 or 52 episodes into this show. Uh, And I think I might have gotten two Google reviews out of that 52 shows. If you haven't already left me a Google review uh, for my personal training or for this podcast, please go to Google, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness. It'll just take you a second. When I pop up, go to my Google Places account, hit reviews, and leave me a review. Tell me what you think about the show. Tell me what you think about my personal training. If you're in the gym with me and you see me talking to folks and training folks, uh, that greatly helps people find my website here in Northwest Arkansas. And also, I want to talk about Thorn. 
magnesium powder. This is biglycinate magnesium powder. If we're talking about hydration today, you got to talk about magnesium. If you're talking about stress today, we got to talk about magnesium. We are all magnesium deficient. Thorn has one of the best magnesium biglycinate powders. It tastes good, um, but it's a great three or 400 milligram blast of magnesium that I take every night before bed, uh, which helps lower stress. It also calms your muscles and helps avoid things like leg cramps and charley horses and things like that that we may get in the middle of the night. Listen, all my listeners get 25% off of Thorn just by sending me an email and saying, I want to join the invite client list. You don't, there's no codes to enter in. I just set you up an account on Thorn and you get 25% off the entire store, whatever you buy other than testing. Okay. So review me, buy some Thorn Magnesium Glycinate, and let's get on with the show. So let's go on with number one. The more dehydrated you are, the worse your physical stress. So you can measure this on HRV or heart rate, any type of wearable, your Aura Ring, uh, Whoop Strap, Fitbit, Apple Watch. You know, if you pay attention to your heart rate and heart rate variability, and you notice a day that, man, like I was out with family on the boat, I was dehydrated. I didn't drink enough. Maybe I drank too much alcohol or whatever. You can literally see a difference in your heart rate and HRV that night. Dehydration uh, stresses the body out for a number of reasons we're going to talk about today. And one of those that I don't think we think about a lot is metabolic waste. And think about this. We are made of an estimated 10 trillion cells in our body. And those cells in and out function based on water. Okay. That's why they say that the human body is like 90% water, uh, because they're all of these processes are hydrated and lubricated by the water that's in our system. So in other words, let's think about energy production, which we're going to talk a lot about today. Uh, the cells produce ATP or energy. Okay. Now, to produce that energy and burn that energy, there is byproducts. Just like there's exhaust fumes from your car, there's metabolic waste in the cell. To get that waste out of the cell, into the bloodstream, filtered out through the kidneys and peed out of your urine, you have to have the right amount of sodium and potassium. And that's, that's called the sodium-potassium pump on the cell. So to break this down, sodium lets water in, potassium pulls water out. So this is this like bathing process. We're washing ourselves, taking new water in, old water's coming out. Uh, that old water is filtered through the blood, through the kidneys and out the urine. So you could actually say that cellular detox, metabolic waste products cannot get out of you without proper hydration. Why is that a stress to the body? Because when metabolic waste builds up, picture if you never took the trash out, all you did is just throw the bag over in the corner in your house. Um, that is not a healthy environment for a cell to live in or a human to live in. So we have to focus on this aspect of cellular detox. And the primary driver of washing your cells in and out is hydration. Okay. Also, and I don't think we think about this a lot too, but sodium regulates our circulation. This is why in the gym, I carry a bag of salt because if someone gets lightheaded, 
Uh, I'm generally looking for they're standing up or they're, they're doing squats and they're, they're getting lightheaded afterwards. I'm always looking for a possible sodium uh, imbalance. And so we'll have them <clears throat> literally put some sodium on their tongue, drink a little bit of water, and usually that lightheadedness will go away. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, another thing is leg cramps. We just talked about magnesium glycinate. Uh, leg cramps are almost always caused by a decrease in magnesium. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a sip of some hibiscus tea. All right, here we go. Leg cramps, magnesium. Without ma enough magnesium, it is what relaxes our blood vessels and our muscles. So if you're decreased in magnesium, uh, this can happen with leg cramps, calf cramps, Charlie horses, all that stuff that we've ever experienced. It's usually from lack of hydration and lack of magnesium, okay? So you can see how these are all stresses to the body. Uh, physical stress makes you more sensitive to mental stress. I'm going to say that again. Physical stress, like dehydration, makes you more sensitive to mental stress. If our body is stressed out, and if our immune system is not up to par, uh, we are more sensitive to the mental stress and emotional stress that is in our lives. That's why this is so important, because we're always battling the mental stress, the emotional stress, right? We don't want to always be battling the physical stress alongside that because that's that's a double whammy. It's it's a it's a two edged sword that's slicing us up. So that's why hydration is one of the most important things we can do to lower our physical stress and make sure that our body is on par. Now, to give you a, an illustration or example of this, I want you to think about a cancer cell. Now, when they look at cancer cells underneath a microscope, what they found is it's the most dehydrated cell in the body, okay? It's the most dehydrated cell in the body. Um, that's so interesting because if you think about proper hydration and cellular function, that cell cannot get metabolic waste out of it without proper hydration. What happens? The cell actually uh, begins to decay and have problems. The next thing you know, this is a cancerous cell. Cancer has taken over the body. I'm a believer that we all have cancer. It's just a matter of whether our immune system, our T killer cells are scavenging free radicals and looking for cancer, breaking it down. So it's cancer is not something we catch, right? I think it's always going on at some level. It's just a matter of how burdened our body is and it, can our immune system keep up with um, killing the cancerous mutated cells in our body, right? So before I digress too far on that, let's go into number two. How should we properly hydrate then? This is where I think we should have been taught this in athletics uh, or in biology class in school. Um, and I think knowing the why is so important. I talked about this with a friend. Shout out to Bear. Bear, if you're listening. Uh, we were talking about knowing the why the other day. And, and it really is crucial. Knowing the why of why things work helps us to make better decisions. Because you're not just doing it because some guy on a podcast told you or some guy on a YouTube video told you. You're doing it because you know physiology, okay? And so what we're about to talk about is the proper ways to make sure we can facilitate hydration in the body. So first tip I'm going to give you, first thing out of bed in the morning, 
20 to 30 ounces of water with electrolytes or sea salt. Why? Because all night long we've been laying in bed and our cells are generating metabolic waste. We want to wash out our cells and pull out as much old toxic water as we can. So that first blast of 20 to 30 ounces before you even have your coffee, before you have anything else, uh, that it's consider it like bathing your cells first thing out of bed. Okay. Uh, the next thing I want to, I want to talk about is every time you want a snack in between meals, I want you to focus on hydration instead. This is also a fat loss tip as well, but I think the primary reason is a lot of times we are getting mixed signals. We're thinking we're hungry, but really our body wants to be hydrated. Really our body wants liquids. So uh, there's an old saying, when the water's not doing it anymore, then, then we can snack, right? So until then, keep focusing on um, pounding hydrating liquids, which is what we're gonna talk about next. Hydrating liquids versus dehydrating liquids, all right? We have to understand first what dehydrating liquids are. Uh, things like coffee, things like um, soda, things like tap water. And you may be thinking, seriously, tap water? But uh, there's a reason why I could make so many arguments against tap water being detrimental for our health. Um, and I'm, what I'm talking about is city municipal water. So this is water that has been chlorinated. It's been fluorinated. Um, and it's, it's basically been treated to prevent bacterial or parasitic uh, infections. So why is it important that we not drink that? Well, A, it's been stripped of all the minerals that we need or the electrolytes in it to properly hydrate us. Remember, it takes sodium and potassium to open the cell up and take potassium to release the old water out of it. But if not, then that water is having a hard time going in the cell. And that's why if you're just pounding and pounding and pounding water, um, a lot of times you're, you don't have any color to your pee. And that also irritates me because doctors will sometimes say, oh, how do you know you're, when you're hydrated? Well, your pee's clear. I, I, I would actually say you don't want your pee to be clear. You want a little tint of color to your pee because if not, then how, how do we know we're getting metabolic waste products out of the cells? Okay, so anything other than spring water or electrolyte-laden uh, water, sea salt and lime, herbal tea, juicing is a fantastic way to hydrate yourself. In fact, if I ever get a cold or flu, uh, oftentimes I will juice like there's no tomorrow because you're getting in tons of vitamins and minerals. And at the same time, you're getting in a really healthy source of water which is like spring water that has been taken up the plant. So what, what kind of water, when it, when it comes to like just drinking water um, and adding our sea salt or adding our electrolytes or, or something like that, focus on drinking either spring water or reverse osmosis filtered water with minerals. You can get a really cheap $200 reverse osmosis system sits underneath your sink. Uh, I personally go with a whole house filter because I, I want to shower with clean water as well, but that's neither here or there in the conversation of hydration. It's mostly about making sure that I'm protecting myself against municipal water systems. Um, and then if I, if I have to buy water or if I have to source spring water, which you can do, you can source local spring water depending on where you're at. Here in Arkansas, there's a couple different places that you can literally drink 
um, spring water from the natural Arkansas landscape. I'm very weary of that because of how much chicken houses and different things are in Arkansas. But what you want to look for, believe it or not, is whether the spring water source has watercress growing around it. Watercress is a natural uh, herb that grows in human consumable water sources. Interesting enough to know if you're ever in a hiking situation or um, some sort of situation where you have to find drinking water, look for sources that have watercress growing around it. All right, let's talk about um, how much ounces per day of hydrating liquids. And remember, hydrating liquids, electrolyte water, sea salt and lime, herbal tea, uh, that kind of stuff, shoot for 100 to 140 ounces per day of hydrating liquids. If you're a small female, maybe closer to 100. Uh, if you're a large male, like I'm, I'm usually shooting for about 140 ounces a day. And that is also taking into account water loss from things like exercise, sauna, just general working outside and sweating. So you want to try to replace whatever water loss you have, plus still get your goal for the day of 140 ounces, okay? So uh, for me, I'm usually trying to gauge how much have I sweat today and how much am I going to replenish some water on top of my normal goal of 140 ounces. And that's why, again, getting that 20 to 30 ounces first thing in the morning, you're already, you know, if you're a small female, you're already 30% there just with pounding that 30 ounces of water uh, for the day. So that's why that's so important. Now, let's talk about number three. How does all of this play a role in fat loss and performance? Well, first off, any stress is no bueno for um, the, the human body. Stress slows down all metabolic processes, okay? Whether it's mental stress, emotional stress, or physical stress, uh, higher cortisol, higher, higher adrenal or adrenaline function, it slows down our immune system. It slows down metabolic processes. We produce less energy. That produces less fat loss. We have less energy. We don't perform as well physically. So it all boils down to ATP energy. Okay, The more energy you create, the better you are at burning fat and the better your performance is in the gym or in athletics. Period. Period. The more ATP you produce. So what is crucial for ATP production in the cell? Well, before I get super nerdy, uh, we have to talk about the electron transport chain. Okay, All you need to know about this is there's a little cycle in the cell that produces ATP with these substrates. Part of those substrates that it's producing these, some are vitamins, but most of them are minerals. These are called electrolytes. Why are they called electrolytes? Because they are producing energy in that electron transport chain. So key electrolytes, chloride, sodium, potassium, magnesium, manganese. Uh, these are all the things you're looking for in a good electrolyte supplement. Uh, shout out to Relight or LMNT. Um, I no affiliation whatsoever with them but I do use both of their products uh, here at home because they're really substantial sources of electrolytes. Now for the average person, you probably don't need to go those either one of those um, too extreme, but um, for those of you who are sweating a lot, you're in athletics, you ride bikes, you run, you lift, you train, 
You also work outside. These two supplements, Relight or LMNT, are the strongest electrolyte supplements on the market. Okay, when it comes to the right ratios of sodium, potassium, chloride, manganese, magnesium, things like that. Okay, so think of it this way: when we think about energy, and if you're not, if you don't have enough electrolytes, and well, very quickly before I before I go too far off, we're already 20 minutes in. I'm going to wrap this up. But when it comes to electrolytes, um, here's a good rule of thumb. Like start your day with that 30 ounces, 20 to 30 ounces with electrolytes. So you could use your supplement for that. The rest of the day, you could focus on just putting a pinch of sea salt into water. So I'll use like a quarter of a teaspoon in 40 ounces of water. It actually makes the water taste better. Uh, but that's a good rule of thumb. So start your day with your supplement and that really supercharges you first thing in the morning. Then the rest of the day, just add sea salt to your normal drinking water. Uh, you could put a pinch of sea salt in your herbal tea. Um, those are kind of what I wanted to come across with, with how to use electrolyte supplements and then using it, using your regular water with sea salt. But every bit of the water you drink should have minerals in it, in my opinion. Because the minerals are the key to getting the water to do its job. So without that, you're literally just drinking water um, that could be dehydrating you. Why? Because mineral devoid water draws minerals into itself. Simple chemistry. If you take distilled water and you add minerals or you run it through your body, it's going to take minerals from you. It draws minerals into them. And that's due to the electrical process that's in water molecules it draws minerals into them, okay? So this, all of this, I want you to understand, picture you have a, a V8 engine under the hood, all right? Now in this V8 engine, um, this is a performance machine, but you're only running on four cylinders. That is what it's like to have um, a lack in electrolytes and minerals to our body. We're just producing less energy. We're running inefficiently. We're not using all of our capacity. That's why this is so important. I want to do a whole podcast on electrolytes. A, because right now, currently, when I'm recording this podcast, it's July and we've been having 100 degree temperatures and people are sweating more. I had to have two conversations yesterday in the gym with people who were lightheaded and feeling weird, but they say, I've been drinking plenty of water. I don't understand. Well, yeah, you you have to focus on electrolytes, okay? If not, you're only running on four cylinders. That V8 is worthless when it comes to producing energy, producing performance and fat loss, okay? That's why this conversation is so crucial. Listen, I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, we're already 22 minutes in. So review the show, review it on whatever podcast player you're listening to. Review me on Google, please, if you haven't done so already. Uh, don't just rely that you think everybody else is going to do it. You don't have to. Uh, that really helps support this free information that I put out on a weekly basis every Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, subscribe to the show so that you can catch those every Tuesday or Thursday. And please do me a favor. Share this with somebody else who you think would be interested in these topics. Okay, That helps support the show. Helps people find my personal training here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. As always, shoot me any topics, questions, comments, anything like that. You can look me up on Facebook or Instagram under Muscles and Veggies. That's how you'll find me. And until next time, this is Zach with Muscles and Veggies Fitness. See you later.